0: The Hello everyone, you're listening to the Marijuana Solution. I'm your host, Robert Roundtree, and this episode we're speaking with Ryan Hurley, founder of the Smart Collective. I met Ryan through helping out a patient find access to some Florida medical marijuana early on in the program's days, and we've stayed in touch ever since. We actually met through a green carpet event originally. Um... And since then, I've watched the Smart Collective evolve. They've been the biggest supporter of groups around the state from veterans organizations to children's organizations. Uh, you name it. They're probably the biggest state based philanthropy group in this space. Ryan is a nurse, spent 20 years in healthcare. I believe if that's correct. And now he is focusing his efforts with the smart collective and the smart collective is patient focused and safety driven.
1: How are you doing today, Ryan? I'm doing great, Robert. Thank you for having me on the marijuana solution podcast. I'm thrilled to be here representing smart collective. Absolutely. I'm thrilled to have you on. Um, Many who are listening don't know,
0: but I've been hounding Mr. Hurley now for a while and he is so busy with his efforts around the state. You may be one of a few people in a class with minority that have more miles on those wheels in the last year than I do. Can you tell us a little bit about what it is the smart collective, um, got started for and what you do? And
1: well, um, I always remember a, piece of advice a certain wise mentor gave me early on in in the year last year that you have to put some miles on the car and have a little bit of hustle to make the things you want to manifest into reality come true so smart collective was started by a group of people coming out of the healthcare and business sectors i myself am a registered nurse here in the state of florida And we started as a group who wanted to push for advocacy and patient safety in the state of Florida's medical cannabis program, as well as providing a lot of philanthropy efforts to those who are in need. This year, uh, we are splitting our efforts a little bit. Uh, Our director of advocacy, activism, and philanthropy. My wife, Maria Hurley, is spending the first two months of the year in Tallahassee fighting for patients' rights and to see that our constitutional rights are not uh, tread over by the governmental machine or overlooked by our politicians. So I'm very proud of her for that. I myself love to focus on patient safety issues being a registered nurse and so one thing that i'm very excited about doing is in 2018 we are going to bring to gainesville florida one of the state's third-party independent cannabis testing laboratories exciting very exciting yeah
0: not to cut you off but since i've met you i i I know that you say that you're um, safety focused and patient driven, but I mean, you, you really walk the walk and that's what you really care about. I know that from having spent time with you over the last year and seeing what you do, how you talk, how you carry yourself. And now, like you said, you're gonna be bringing a
1: third party lab to Gainesville. That, uh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate your kind words, but I really don't do it for personal kudos. Um, I really want to keep the focus on patients, patient safety. That's why uh, also philanthropy is a large part of our mission. Um, All of the members of Smart Collective uh, are family members of either active duty or retired uh, veterans. And so uh, in order to support Uh, the members of our military uh, we put veterans issues at the forefront of our philanthropy efforts Um, as you know being yourself a veteran there are several great veterans organizations in our state uh, including mission zero the weed for warriors project chapters and also buds for vets Uh, one of the Highlights of our philanthropy missions is what we called last year, the civilian support operation. Um, This is a a mission to raise awareness that it costs $75 a year to have a card to receive your medical cannabis products in the state of Florida. Uh, We here at Smart Collective believe that's an egregious fee that is a hurdle to a lot of patients and so we wanted to address that specifically with an operation for our veterans. Uh, in the inaugural year, we chose one member of each of these organizations and paid the $75 card fee for them that year.
0: Fantastic. Thank you for doing that.
1: No problem. And I'm very excited to say that on the lead up to Veterans Day this year, we are going to announce an expansion of the civilian support operation. So look for more help for veteran card fees coming this year. Excellent. That
0: really makes me happy because that $75 fee is very burdensome on a patient that has already spent on the best end, $150 to $200, and at the worst end, some patients are still paying five to $600 just to get into the registry and then you have $75 on the card. So being able to offer that to veterans and not keeping it to one specific group and making sure that you hit those three groups you talked about, which all have similar but different missions, therefore different yeah. um, beneficiaries of those groups, that's really important to, to spread it around. Um, those of you that don't know, Buds for Vets, I'm not sure how many veterans have received free recommendations, but it's in the hundreds at this point. Weed for Warriors, they provide meetup groups and support, uh, camaraderie fellowship with fellow veterans, and different businesses support them with donations. In legal states, they offer medicine to veterans that cannot afford it. Mission Zero, of course, is founded by Jose and Danielle Boleyn, and Jose is suing the federal government right now, and Jeff Sessions and the DEA, and does a lot of community outreach speaking and engaging with veterans about PTSD and the related 22 suicides a day. How important is it for the SMART Collective to be able to give back to veterans?
1: It's so important. Um, Like I said, we're all family members of veterans, so we're all either daughters, sons, brothers, sisters of veterans. We've had fathers and mothers uh, in the service, and we've seen the sacrifices that these heroes have delivered. Um, Two of us have tried to serve ourselves, but we're not allowed to for various reasons. And so this is how we give back to the veterans. Uh, we may, we put them first in our philanthropy mission, um, and we're also happy to support them in their individual missions. As you said, Mission Zero's fight to end veteran suicide. Uh, last year, Weed for Warriors project did an amazing job with uh, Hurricane Irma and Puerto Rico restoration efforts. And like you said, Buds for Vets has connected uh, veterans with, with doctors to get those free recommendations, which is another area of, of burden to patients.
0: Yeah, the Hurricane Irma relief that Weed for Warriors did was not only good, but it was extended. I want to say Nesky was down there for weeks, wasn't he? Absolutely. He
1: might, people? he might still be there.
0: no yeah no i saw i saw him not too long ago i I don't know if he's still there if you are nesky we love you keep up the hard work there's still a lot of work to be done down there in puerto rico and south florida from hurricane irma relief that is for sure um indeed
1: there was a if i could just touch on a a couple other of our philanthropy efforts again touch on
0: all of them please go ahead
1: not not for any kudos to myself but if they can bring awareness to any of these um these institutions or efforts uh, through through people hearing your podcast then that's that's my goal so wh- one of the groups that's near and dear to our heart is the uh we are rare foundation um this a group that supports awareness for children with schizencephaly it's something that I know is very close to your heart as well. Absolutely. It is.
0: We, um, I work with, we are rare and we had a convention this year that you guys supported and there was some amazing, amazing education there. And a lot of families came and were able to be supported. And I would like to thank you on behalf of the organization and everyone at the smart collective for doing that. Um, and, and that's just like a smidge of what you guys have been doing around the state. And I know you don't like to um, put on the cheerleader's outfit as much as you'd probably look cute in and go ahead and cheer yourself on. But I would like to commend you for what you're doing. Thank you. You're welcome. The, the cards you mentioned, the medical marijuana cards that you helped some veterans get by um, basically sponsoring that payment and taking that burden off of them that's not all you did. You mentioned the hurricane relief. You helped out and donated there. You also donated to the hurricane drive that I did, that a bunch of other organizations helped out with. I believe you were just involved with the little behind the scenes help of a certain veteran that I helped. Weren't you?
1: Um, it's possible. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: I, I, I know it was you. You're like the can of going around giving gifts to everybody.
1: <laughs> well, again, um, to, to one who has been given much, uh, I must return it back, and, and so I've been blessed, and so I feel like um, you know, it's my duty to give back, um, not for kudos to myself, but just to be a good human, and you know, we really do have an excellent co- cannabis community here in Florida. For the most part, everyone here uh, is really supportive of each other. Very positive-minded, looking to lift each other up, uh, not step on anyone to get where they're going, and um, I'm just happy to be a part of that and and foster some goodwill within it.
2: Cannabis industry professionals want to gain some new leads? Make genuine business connections and get premier brand exposure? This is your opportunity. NCIA's new industry socials are coming soon to Portland, Maine, New Jersey, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Miami.
3: play while you life yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crap channel. You know. Money don't make itself. Hemp
2: That's P-O-U-C-H-Z dot com.
0: The community is still small. It's in its infancy. And it is very tight-knit. And a lot of times people rally together behind, not a lot of times, every time I see that there's an issue, people seem to be rallying behind it, even if they may have some disagreements. And uh, I speak to this because I've been a party of that had a disagreement, and then, you know, mission comes, we get down to business and handle it. And that's something I love about the cannabis community is at the end of the day, when the rubber meets the road, everyone knows that we're all here for the same thing, right? We want safe, clean medicine, right. you know, safe access to that medicine and some affordable options
1: without fear of arrest. Absolutely. Absolutely. No one should have to go to jail over this
0: No they shouldn't And So you mentioned That your wife Maria is up in Tallahassee now Kind of expanding Into more of the Political activism side And getting involved with that And No one should be arrested Right now we have the House Bill 1203 That the wonderful Carlos Guillermo Smith Introduced I'm hoping that Maria and her extra efforts up there can get this bill heard. Are these the types of issues that you would like to f- have the smart collective focus on the ones that have like the widest impact? Cause this, this would help 40,000 people stop being arrested for having a nug in their pocket.
1: Indeed. There, there are many issues that need addressing and Maria is not the only one here. There are amazing group of canna warriors up here, the, the members of normal, the members of the Florida cannabis action network and many others. It's really a group effort. Um, so I'm talking about Maria, but there's really a solid group uh, that are up here in Tallahassee, really making sure that these politicians are reading these bills understanding why it's important that they address these issues, like you said, for patient safety concerns, patient access, and honestly to stop filling our prisons with nonviolent offenders. Um, I'm not sure if the statewide decriminalization bill will go through, it remains to be seen whether any of the uh, other members of the House or, uh, or Senate will take it up. But I believe in that bill, and I believe know uh, Smart Collective is behind that bill.
0: That's great to hear. There, um, <clears throat> There's definitely too many people being negatively affected by this. Um, I, for one myself... As a patient, when I was living in California, I went into Arizona, they had a reciprocity clause. I still got arrested for the coconut oil I had that was infused, oh, man! charged with trafficking and intent to distribute. I of course hired an attorney and we fought it and it was ridiculous and I ended up with, but I still ended up with a, a simple like misdemeanor possession charge. Fast forward to today and it's hard to find housing without buying the property because of the background check
1: that's right and and even our own state's laws preclude people who have cannabis offenses on their record from participating in many aspects of the cannabis industry here in florida so there really needs to be a rollback on the draconian cannabis laws that's why smart collective is a big supporter of Jose Bolin and Mission Zero and and the fight against the federal government to reschedule cannabis from Schedule 1, which is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, The Marijuana Solution and another brand that I have, Florida Marijuana, are 100% supporters of the lawsuit to basically rule that marijuana being on the Controlled Substances Act is unconstitutional. If you want to learn more about that, there's articles about it on my blog, floridamarijuana.net. You can even just Google Jose Boleyn, Jeff Sessions, and a wide array of articles will come out. Valentine's Day. I want to plug the Green Heart Movement. We're asking everyone around the country, in a show of support solidarity and a peaceful protest, to wear green in support of the lawsuit. There's gonna be a main kind of meetup, I believe, in New York. There's a park near the federal courthouse. And for anyone interested, the courthouse and those oral arguments against the DEA and Jeff Sessions, they're open to the public. You're gonna have to get there early because there's a lot of people going, including the press. That's right. I just want to reiterate that we are 100% behind Jose Boleyn, Marvin Washington, Alexis Bortel, and the other plaintiffs to end the federal prohibition of cannabis. You know, I just spoke with Tom Quigley, Ryan, a little earlier, and he said that in California, they're about to, I believe, expunge cannabis records of like 100,000 people in California. Maybe even more.
1: Well, uh, my friend Tom, uh, the co-founder of the Florida Cannabis Coalition, is always on top of these things. So if he is reporting it, I would tend to believe that's a a very credible source. And if that is accurate, that would, in my opinion, be great. Um, The next step would be restoring voting rights to people that have had them stripped away because of cannabis offenses. 100%.
0: I think that voting rights should never be taken away. If you are charged with a crime, no matter how heinous, and we let you out of prison, by definition, we're kind of saying you've paid your debt to society. Otherwise, you'd be in prison still serving time. So to not allow those members to vote disenfranchises them and further makes them angry and usually end up committing more crimes. Let's face it. That's what happens when you don't have many rights. What do you have left to do? You can't even get a job, make a minimum wage anywhere. No one will let you in the house. You're going to go to crime. That's it.
1: So that's just one of many issues that are, that are being addressed. Um, something that's sort of central in my focus for the next few months is that the Department of Health and the Office of Medical Marijuana Use have until July of 2018 to release the rules for what a certified third-party independent testing laboratory should be. Now, there are provisions in place that allow out labs to operate in the meantime, so don't worry, patients are still being safety checked and safeguarded against anything bad in their medicine but this is an emerging industry an emerging sector of our medical program and I don't think there's any reason the Department of Health should be dragging its feet this long on something that's such a vital patient safety issue
0: I couldn't agree with you more I was at the policy summit that uh, you were at as well, and a bunch of other people that are really, really, you know, knees deep in this industry. And <clears throat> I heard that Christian Back said, and I say I heard, because I did not hear Christian Back say this, but I, I forget who it was I was talking to, but said that a lot of these rules that people have been waiting on, specifically the testing ones, the edibles requirements, will be getting handled in a more timely fashion. And he said because some lawsuits had finished. And I'm just finding the irony in that statement now, Ryan, because as you know, we have two more lawsuits that just got moved to the next stage. Absolutely. The John Morgan case and the Joe Redner case.
1: That would be a smokable fire. As
0: long as they continue to use that. And I even wonder, Ryan... And the marijuana solution is calling on the Florida Department of Health and Director Christian Bax to do what's right, issue some ruling rules about the testing laboratories so that patients can have the peace of mind and, you know, have a uh, belief in the system that has credibility behind it.
1: Right. And coming out of that compliance summit, it is my belief that Director Bax has every intention to release those rules for both labs and edibles. Um, This is, like you said, this is a new program here in Florida and there are some that criticize him. Uh, Some of it is rightly due, but let's also recognize that this is a brand new program here in Florida. We're not established like uh, California has been for 20 plus years. So, uh, we're having to work out the kinks as we go, but that's why we need uh, dedicated um, activists and advocates like yourself and um, like uh, Normal and Florida Canvas Action Network and Michael Minardi and others out there um, that are really just fighting for patients.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I just want to clarify something too, because I've been a very outspoken um, critic of director backs in the past. But at this point, we just have to be honest with ourselves. There's not a human in the country given the resources he has that could do anything that much quicker. I mean, what, what does he have maybe two dozen, three dozen employees in the programs at almost 100,000 patients? dealing with multiple lawsuits. So I understand why things aren't happening as fast as people want. Um, I don't think that that's an excuse, but look at what he's given and he's, I think he's doing the best that he can.
1: Indeed. And um, he has uh, called for some public opinion, which is good. It's always good when the public is allowed to give their opinion on a subject. So uh, I think that, now that the system for registering patients and getting them their identification cards has been largely sorted out, we'll see some, some movement uh, towards these other holes being filled in our program.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And movement in these holes means better program for the patients. And it wouldn't happen without organizations like yours, a lot of the other ones that you mentioned pushing these issues forward and having a voice at the local community as well. Uh, Something Tom and I were talking about is how important it is to be involved locally and staying on issue and going around to all the dispensary bands and seeing Maria speak, seeing you speak. I've seen Tony speak. We've seen a lot of other advocates speak, but I wanted to hone in on what you guys are doing. Um, You you're setting a very good example for those that are following along on how to be effective and you know effect change at a local level. We defeated the Orange County dispensary ban. We defeated the Apopka Um, ban. That one in Jacksonville Beach was that one was like a push off to the next date thing, right? So that's not a loss. I think the only loss was in Temple Terrace that, that the whole crew showed up to. Fort Myers <laughs> win. What about Sarasota?
1: Um, I would have to double-check on Sarasota, but I'm pretty sure they allowed as well as for, Fort Myers. Yeah, we're just going to... All
0: wins, people. Unanimous. Because people showed up, and you guys are really doing a great job. I'm impressed, Ryan. When I, When I met you, you all a year ago and to see what all's going on right now and the progress made and all the lives that have been touched it, it it humbles me to know that there's individuals out there that really stick behind what they say and they don't use things as a marketing slogan
1: well thank you I appreciate those words we always try to stay true to our beliefs stay true to our values, be transparent with people about what we're doing, um, deliver accurate and and good information for people. And when it's within our power, you know, lift our brothers and sisters up. Um, Because there were many times in my life where I needed a hand up and and it was there for me in some way or another. So um, if I find myself at at this point uh, in our lives being able to – Set Maria loose as the director of philanthropy and and affect some change in some people's lives, then that, uh, that makes me happy. And you mentioned her, her work with uh, the dispensary band. She started a Facebook group called Dispensary Band Warriors Unite with an exclamation point. Uh, where anyone that wants to get more information about that is welcome to go. Dispensary Ban Warriors Unite.
0: Yeah, and that's a great group. It, it definitely has helped organize things. I'm a member of it. I suggest everybody that's listening right now go to dispensary band Warriors Unite on Facebook. Join the group, and that's going to be your best Place of information for these dispensary bands, and these meetings are popping up like a whack-a-mole. Sometimes yep. two on the same night, so we need everybody there. Yeah, politicians are trying
1: to hide them from us.
0: <laughs> Imagine that! Imagine that! That's that's shocking to me. Um, you, so you were telling us how to follow some of the things you're doing online. Uh, I heard rumors that that you have a website that's getting ready to launch. Um. Can can you talk about some of the information that will be available on the Smart Collective's website and what you're going to
1: be trying to do with that? Absolutely. I'm very excited about this. So we had a website last year, smrtcollective.com. That's Smart Collective, smart with no A. And uh, I put a little bit of information up there about who we were and what our plans were, but it was really just a placeholder. So, um, Wanting to come into the new year with a fresh face, uh, I hired uh, an amazing web designer, uh, Mike Garcia, who owns Digital Extracts Web Design. Great guy. I like Mike a lot. Mm -hmm. He is redoing the Smart Collective website as we speak. So www.smrtcollective.com will be live before... Super Canada Day, February 3rd. Woohoo! Super Canada Day is going to be lit. Yeah. And people can go to smartcollective.com to keep up on all of this information as well as um, any exciting educational um, infographics, uh, video, audio that we produce, as well as links to any of the current legislation that is happening, any of the current dispensary ban hearings are happening, as well as a a very a third brand that I'm very excited about that uh, may make an appearance on a future marijuana solution podcast. What what? I'll let uh, I'll let that drop on its own. <laughs> My boy Tony, it's coming. All right. But uh, one of the other things that I'm very excited about is a project that we're going to be working with you on, if it's okay to tell the folks about that. Yeah, 100%. I'm glad that you brought it up. I didn't even
0: have to ask. You're, I mean, you're making it too easy for me, to be honest.
1: <laughs> so the Marijuana Solution and a Smart Collective in conjunction with a supporter to be named later, are going to be bringing a uh, semi-reoccurring segment to the Marijuana Solution podcast called Smart Science. And on this segment, we're going to talk about, we're going to focus on patient safety issues in the state of Florida. So for our inaugural smart science segment i'm going to go over the state of the rules and regulations what they are and where they're going and then for future content we'll have plenty of patient safety science broken down into simple language for you yeah i'm
0: very excited about this <coughs> excuse me that i took a little too big a hit of that do dough. Oh, do dog! Dough. dog! Do Yeah, man, I, I really like the True Stick and the True Pod. Um, but back to <clears throat> back to the segment that we're gonna be doing. It's gonna be fantastic to be able to deliver this type of high quality content to the listeners. Um, like you said, smart science. We're gonna get into a lot of the things that people have been wanting to hear about testing labs what does it mean how do you even how do you even you know like what are the things that we're testing for uh what's not good for you and the education that's going to happen on this i think is going to be priceless for the listener and i'm very happy that we're able to do this together and be able to bring this type of content to them and it's going to be on a regular basis
1: yes i'm very excited about this i don't I don't know of anyone else in the, in the sector that's really trying to bring this science in a digestible way to the people. Um, and also to help people understand why it's important to have all these safety checks before they get their medicine. Um, because when you're dealing with something that's based from a natural plant, uh, you can have a lot of different growing techniques involved. So we want to make sure if we're calling this medicine and we're providing it to the patients of Florida, that it's done right, it's done clean and safe, and uh, and we'll be addressing a lot of that on the smart science segment of the marijuana solution.
0: Yeah, it's going to be great.
1: I don't know.
0: I'm going to have to look after we... Get done, but I don't know of another segment at all on any program that will be similar to this.
1: Well, this may honestly, be a first. Yeah, it it is a question I get asked a lot: what is going on with testing? And um, as I looked out there, there were a few people that were providing some information. But it was either hard to find or, um, it, you know, you had to have a Ph.D. in chemistry to understand it. So I, I think that uh, if we can break this down and make it fun, make it accessible, um, we can even take questions from the audience and do a mailbag if you want. Oh, I've already got a
0: database of questions I mean my Mm -hmm. website's been going since 2013 this is a fairly I wouldn't say one of the like top five questions asked most of it has to do with how do you get a card yada yada where do you buy it right but I get a lot of questions about the safety of the medicine and now that you asked that I'm gonna go through and maybe we'll seed the first mailbag with what I've already collected
3: Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida, for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo. Register for an early bird discount now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com.
0: We'll keep an ongoing conversation with the listeners because at the end of the day, getting feedback like that is really really important to be able to deliver the best content because without getting the feedback we have an idea what the listener may need to know but we we don't really know and to get that type of feedback is great that's why i love what arby does on cannabis life radio where he has arby's mailbag glad you mentioned that plug plug one of the home team guys doing great things see life yeah cannabis life doing it big uh we have a couple little projects that we're gonna that we're working on still behind the scenes that we'll be announcing soon, and you'll be seeing it pop up with a lot of different brands in Florida that are going to be getting behind this. Um, Smart Collective included. They might not even know what I'm talking about yet, but that's how <laughs> big it's going to be, guys. Ryan, I, w- I want to ask you again, and maybe you can kind of give like some teaser info for smart science but in a nutshell why is it important to know the medicine is clean like just a maybe a rough idea of some of the issues that it could cause if you you were to have any type of harmful chemicals or bacteria or anything like that because we're dealing with compromised immune systems here I'd like to remind people a lot of the times
1: That's right. Yeah, absolutely. That's probably one of the biggest things that we are going to be safety checking in the uh, cannabis testing laboratory is uh, microbacterial strains such as E. coli, salmonella, and aspergillus, as well as their toxic byproducts like aflatoxin and ocratoxin. These are the molds and funguses that can infect your body, shut down your kidneys, shut down your respiratory system. And for a patient, like you said, that's immune compromised, uh, could be the difference between life and death. Yeah, game over. Absolutely. You don't want to introduce those pathogens into a compromised immune system. So we want to make sure that as the third-party independent uh, testing laboratory, we act as the watchdog for the patients. Now, so far in Florida, the MMTCs, the producers of our cannabis products, have been doing a fantastic job in the products that they've been creating Um, Most of them have their own in-house labs, so they can check for safety before we check for safety. So a lot of the products are being double and triple checked.
0: I've been to TrueLeaves and seen their lab, and they also have an outside lab, but they have have some pretty high-tech equipment in-house. I assume most of the other MMTCs probably do too without knowing for sure or being able to say that. However... I saw some of their equipment and it's space age and (laughs) it's known as some of the best in the industry. However, to, to, to really have, and I a hundred percent stand behind all of their results. They're the only ones that I know of even publishing them. And I believe anyone else's results, unless someone proves otherwise, but to have the, um, the real credibility that you need to call it medicine, we do need the independent testing. And that's why you guys, um, and all of the independent testing labs doing the right things around the country play a vital role in the safety of this medication. Because, let's face it, black market cannabis is not being tested, folks. You're smoking mold. You are ingesting lots of pesticides. If the ash on your cannabis is black and gummy and tarry, just you, you should probably just throw it away. I'll tell you that. <laughs> just, just toss it. It should be white, like ash white.
1: You mean, you mean when they're smoking in a free state, right?
0: <laughs> right, because this is a show that is online and you can listen to it from any state. That's right. And if you're visiting, you know, I think I saw that Carlos Hermito was handing out clones in Colorado at some convention. So, Carlos, if you're there and you got gummy weed, just throw it away.
1: (laughs) Throw it away, Cuban Carl.
0: Yeah. That's, um... Love that guy. Yeah, Carlos is a great guy. I, I love all the guys that I've met through the Florida Cannabis Coalition. I was speaking of that with Tom Quigley... I've seen more than a couple people like yourself when you kind of first got involved and now really coming into um, getting a place in the market as an entrepreneur in a certain niche. The Cannabis Coalition definitely works. I recommend people signing up and becoming a member if you're interested. And if you're you're not interested in business, come attend the events because the education is fantastic.
1: Yes. I I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, I always love to talk about Florida cannabis coalition. Of course, I've had to add the disclaimer recently that they do not pay me to say this (laughs) because it kind of sounds like a paid ad. Really? Were were
0: you going so hard? People thought they were paying you.
1: (laughs) It's just honest testimony. Uh, I believe you
0: a hundred percent. I know you're a man of your word. I know that from personal interaction. Um,
1: The thing I always tell people is that um, I look at the scope of my business over the last three years. And the two years that I was trying to do this, I was not, the first two years, I was not a member of the Florida Cannabis Coalition. The third year, I became a member of the Cannabis Coalition. And with their help, they helped me achieve more in less than a year than I did in the entire two years previous to that Fantastic, I love that that is is great I love Florida Cannabis
0: Coalition Yeah, I love seeing people succeed I love when people especially in business you come up with an idea and you work really hard and you grind away and most of the time you're going to get nosed and rejected straight out of the gate Mm-hmm. Most of the time, and you keep grinding away, and and then you manifest what you want, and there is a direct correlation between primarily how much effort you put into it, and then where you put that effort. And putting it in with the Florida Cannabis Coalition is a good idea. There's there's usually hundreds of people at these Canadays. days. Um, they have green carpets every week, a little smaller but similar format. Get people's names, numbers, and start talking. Somebody's going to share your vision, and maybe you can achieve it together quicker than you could by yourself. And that's something I've learned.
1: Absolutely. And and something that I would say to anybody out there who's looking to potentially get into the cannabis sector here, there really is a place for whatever your talent is. You do not have to be a cultivator You do not have to be an extractor. You do not have to be a lab scientist. Whatever your passion is, there's somewhere to apply it in this community and just go for it. Uh, And I'm always happy to talk with people, give advice, and make contacts where I can. People free to email me. It's ryan at smrtcollective.com. There's going to continue to be
0: more and more and more. Opportunity and like, and that's just even working directly with MMTCs because they're expanding. New ones are coming online. They can't even hire fast enough to keep up with demand. But just like Ryan said, this is not only this is a startup industry. So every niche that applies to any other industry that you can think of, you can do it here. The possibilities are endless, and. You know, start talking with people. Maybe your ideas change. So let's see here what it says as far as how many jobs there are. Well, I can't find it out. But I believe the other day I saw it was, like, it was in the tens of thousands. There's a lot of opportunity coming to Florida and it's only going to grow. Start what you want to do now. Don't wait for it to become legal at the recreational level or for certain parts of the current law to be changed start now start your brand now do exactly what ryan and the smart collective did that's why they're called the smart collective folks <laughs> seriously i mean you got started before most people did and it's it, it took like three years you've put into this
1: well um technically it's been since t- 2013 but uh with with uh, focus and direction over the last three years that's right
0: that's amazing man because i've just seen where you've come in the last year and it's been it's been a really heartwarming experience to watch and participate in and see you guys out and around you always are so warm and welcoming all the smart collective um i came up with an acronym one time and texted to ryan and said it should be the smart marijuana response team because they were going to all the dispensaries to drop science on medical (laughs) marijuana. And it was, I mean, there's at some points we were finding out about these ban hearings like a few days before, but we got it done. Yep. Is there anything else that you would like to discuss now without us creeping into the smart science? Because we don't want to give the listeners too much. They're going to be wanting to hear this.
1: Sure. Well, uh, just watch for, uh, the new smart collective.com SMRT collective.com to go live, uh, before February 3rd, and you'll be able to, uh, link out to each one of the members of the collective indi- individually to see what we're doing. And so if you have a heavy interest in patient safety issues and lab science, you can click and see what I'm doing. If you have a A strong interest in what's going on with advocacy, activism, or philanthropy, you can click on what Maria is doing. And uh, then our brother Tony has an exciting brand that he's going to debut as well. I won't spoil that for him. Yeah, that's going to be exciting.
0: Thank you. Um, Can you, did you tell everyone how to get in touch with you guys on Facebook? Is it at Smart Collective? And what about like Instagram and those other ones?
1: Absolutely. It's at SMRT underscore collective on Instagram and Twitter and at SMRT space collective on Facebook.
0: Fantastic. I'm looking forward to the site launching and, of course, the smart science segment on the marijuana solution. That's going to be huge. Definitely follow what these guys are doing. They're gonna be leaders in this space for a long time to come. Doing the right thing, helping patients out, and they really do keep the patients at the focus of everything they do. And that's why from day one, Ryan and I have got along. It's always been about the patient, uh, no matter what needed to happen. And now that's come to this new part of his journey, and that first episode of smart science we're probably gonna have some more good news to give you guys oh yeah sweet i appreciate it ryan i'm <clears throat> looking forward to seeing you at can super canada day it's not canada it's super canada day over 300 people are coming 40 or 50 vendors already probably 500 people will be there by the time we get to it i'm pumped
1: It's going to be the spot to to be uh, in Florida for the cannabis community this Super Bowl weekend, that's for
0: sure. 100%. Definitely go there. Follow the Smart Collective on Facebook. Go to smartcollective.com. Be on the lookout for the new website. And make sure to say hello to them when you see them at Super Canada Day. Thanks, Ryan.
1: Thanks so much for having me on the Marijuana Solution Podcast. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to the folks and super pumped about that first episode of Smart Science coming up real soon.
0: Absolutely. Hopefully we get to say, hey, here's the rules, guys, because Director Bax has given them to us. I love you, Director Bax. Bye, guys.
1: (laughs) Aware
2: aware, aware of the Marijuana Solution.